Oh my god, guys. Yeah, for real. Oh my god. Oh my god. We're back. We're back. Oh, oh that, we're back. Started? We started, oh buddy. Oh my back. god. Uh, I don't think I'm ready yet. Welcome back to another season of Drivecast. Oh, is that what's happening? Wait, I think this is the first season, isn't it? No, this is the second season. This is the second season? Oh, oh shit, yeah, we dude. already put out episodes. We yeah, made a season. season. This is the difficult sophomore album. It is. Ah, yeah. that better bring our shit, man. See, yeah. our rookie year wasn't Sophomore even that great. Second, <laughs> our rookie year was a rookie couple weeks. Yeah. So we're back. Welcome back to season two. Welcome back. I'm Dom. I'm Nate. Josh. That's that was up. I'm Josh. Hey, what's up, yo? And we um, also have a new host, Sal. That's me. It's my brother. Hey. Sal's gonna be joining us for a few episodes here in the future. Yeah, I'm like uh I, I don't I don't know as much about cars. I know a lot more about video games, and I know cars are dope as fuck, so I'm going to come and talk about cars and video games sometimes. Yeah, we're going to tie it all in together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'll be uh, around. We're going to tie them up. I mean, what? It, wait, hey, what? So uh, I don't know how I feel about this, man. I'm not okay with that, actually. Happy New Year, guys. No, yeah. Happy New Year. Even how, though it's- It's like March. New it's Year? Like New me. <laughs> how, how, how y'all doing in 2020 so far? So far, so good. Good, good. It's been a good year for me. Yeah. I have all my fingers still. That's cool. That's a start. Always a positive. That's a plus. Usually you lose those around the 4th of July, though. You truth. Firecrackers, bro. Yeah, so we'll check back you. in on Josh's fingers here in a few months. <laughs> um, is that like our prediction for a year from now? Is that well, Josh will have lost at least one finger? One of them's going to go soon. I don't know which one, though. That's the cool part. I'll put a bet on it. <laughs> I'm just hoping it's going over and under. Thumbs. Well, as yeah, we'll as, do an over under. As long as I don't lose one my and big a half toe, fingers, is it? <laughs> that's your limit. As long as yeah. I don't lose my big toe, because that's how you balance. That's not a finger and your pinky toe. No, it's your pinky. Yeah, it's your pinky toe. If you lose yeah. it, it throws it's off both. your balance. Both is that from? Was it? That was a big toe. It's both of them. I mean, well, you lose your toe, you're you're fucked. A anyway, bit. okay. Anyway, <laughs> your shoes fit weird after that. Yes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so we know now it's it's almost March. Uh, you know after. Months of technical difficulties, <laughs> multiple technical difficulties. Shitty computer. Shitty computer. Uh, you know, also seasonal depression. It's a thing. That's a yeah. thing that actually happens. That's what my therapist told me anyway. Oh. But uh, we're back and uh, we're here to talk about a lot of stuff. So this is going to be the first episode of season two, we've decided, um, after our brief hiatus. So just got to get my notes up. What are we talking about? Get your notes up. I got my, notes, my up, notes up, bro. Wait, how are, you, how are you the only one prepared, Mr. New Guy? What are you talking about? Everybody so, else was unprepared. So even now, there's a lot of stuff that has already happened in 2020. Yeah, I was kind of hoping to do like a 2020 preview. Uh, so we're going to do that. Then we're going to look at a few things that have already happened in 2020, which is more than I thought. But uh, we're also going to look back at 2019. You know, and see just a lot of good stuff that happened in the automotive world. <laughs> I feel like that came up on the mic. <laughs> I, I read this quick, and I thought the one word was sofa. It is not sofa. It's sort of. Oh. I have just liked you. Oh, fuck? yeah. Oh. It's just going to be. Yeah. There's more. Ford discontinued cars. Sofa. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. Crazy. The All right. BMW, sofa. So we're just going to go through a few things. A few of the things we're just going to rapid fire because it's not really relevant to us. We're going to rapid fire because it's not really relevant to us too much, uh, just because it involves 
really expensive cars and stuff that we're not going to be able to afford and most of you probably aren't going to be able to afford but fuck it though man this shit's fun to talk about yeah, yeah we're going to talk about it fuck anyway. if i can't afford this shit what do you think this is about we i mean, just we had like this conversation the, earlier though we can't have. that it, 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 having that expensive of cars is just not realistic to any of us we like to try to stick to you know, ass boxes that we can all kind of afford. Like ass Josh. boxes. Yeah. He you is know, an ass box. 2000 stuff, 90 yes. stuff, you know. We're, we like to try and stick Use the garbage. Yeah. That's Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Josh yeah. has about 40 of those. I love my garbage. So a lot of it's in alphabetical order here, but in 2019. Oh, hold on. I just noticed something. Okay. Wait, did you take the picture of Bruce's car? What picture of Bruce's the car? The S2000? There's like yeah, it took 90 that. of okay, them. Oh, all right. that one. I was about to say, you one of those guys that takes a picture of someone else's car and puts it as your profile picture? It was a good picture. But you took it. I get it. Like, you took it. It's okay. It's my media. But like, if someone, <laughs> <laughs> but like if someone else took it and you're like, I'm going to put it as my background. It's like, it's not your picture. It's not your car. There's people do this. Well, the background on my computer isn't my car. It's just a picture I took. Well, yeah, but you Look. put posters up on your wall as a kid of cars. Yeah, yeah but I'm saying they're not your car. You fucking picture. And you didn't but take the I'm picture. Saying, it's not your fucking car. But I'm saying as like a Facebook account or like a MySpace or a Twitter. Yeah, or no. If LinkedIn, I saw someone, if I saw someone, if I saw it, you put my car, a picture of yeah, my car that I took I as your like profile picture, moron. I would be like, this dude is fucking no, weird. No, no, no. Right? I don't ever understand why people put pictures of cars as their profile picture to begin with. It's like, no, you're not a car. But that's that's how oh. we recognize other people. Oh by man, the, by the cars. That is true. Yeah, we're like, who the hell is this? Oh, it's the person with the gray S13 on works. Car you know pictures I mean? right. yep. yeah. are made to go on your background, like Walt. Was yeah, the, the big one. The big one. They're modern high no, the picture called? at the top of the page. I don't page. fucking know. What are you talking about? Anyway, you're. It's yeah, not your profile we picture. Your, uh, it's your, talking about your uh, Aston the Martins big, or some the, shit. The, the big picture at the, the top of the page. In the back. What is it called? It's a cover photo. Thank you. Yeah, that one. It. You got all right. It. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yes. Oh so let's go through a few things that happened in 2019 that are relevant to cars in the auto industry. Right. Okay. Shall we? Yeah, yep. let's do it. So one thing I want to start with is Aston Martin. All right. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Aston Martins. Looking at them, yes. I've never driven them. Beautiful cars. Who's not a fan of looking at Aston Martins? Yeah, they look pretty nice. Yes, that's a good way. Pretty it's, nice. Yeah, they're it's pretty on my nice. list of um, cars to have. Are we talking about? Yeah, because this. No, I don't like the look of this one that is on our list right now. Here. Well, they really? they came out. I'm not with a huge fan. The all new DBS Superleggera. Please don't do that again. They came out with Pronounced the all like new an DBS Superleggera. Superleggera. Yes, that okay. one. Perfect. All right. So it's really achingly similar to the DB11. You know, I mean, it looks more aggressive, um, but it does have better. Yes, it does look a lot better. Honestly, the DB11 is almost a little bit stale to me. Yeah. Um, Well, I feel like the same thing happened when they went from the DB9 to the DBS. Like, was it like ten years ago now or some shit? Yeah. Because like they basically they just added they take it what? Or not fast and furious. uh, Need for Speed Underground two days. What DB9? Oh, that's what yeah, the DB9. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. it's pretty it's crazy a long to time think ago. about. Right? How yeah, long yeah. Ago how like like we could define when cars came out by like that how like, like when they appeared as high level <laughs> options. Oh, in the no. speed, yeah. like the boss cars. Need for yeah. Speed Carbon. One of the Wolf's guy from Need for Speed Carbon had an Aston Martin, and I loved the car. And then I was like, "Wow, this thing is really." I was impressed with it. And then I found how much they were, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> hmm, not that deep, deep cuts. 
Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> talk about the Super Legera. So I just wanted to say that the Super Legera, the DBS, sorry, mm-hmm. the DBS mm-hmm. Super Legera looks better than the DB11. Agreed. But they share a pretty similar 5.2 liter V12. All right. The 5.2 in the DB11 has 600 horsepower. Oh, wow. No, damn. This thing looks pretty good. I changed yeah. my mind. It looks great. Yeah. It's got 600 horsepower, 516 it- torque. You can buy your usual DB11 for around two hundred thousand dollars. It reminds me a lot of an F-type. It looks good in this this dark. Yes. There's this dark silver I mean, color that I'm seeing. It looks pretty fucking sick. Yeah, it it reminds me a lot of an F-type, but it's everything I'd want the F-type to have without any other versions. Because like, if you look for an F-type online to buy, because I was like, oh, F-type's like not too bad, and it's a pretty reasonable car within the next couple of years to maybe buy. And I was looking at it. And there's so many different versions. There's like, what? There's a four-cylinder turbo? What, the F-type? F-type? Yeah, there yeah. used think, to be. I think, and well, the, I think they cut them down turbo? to two versions now. This thing there looks used like... to be like a bunch of different ones, and then there's also certain sub-packs on it. And Well, yeah, but... Like, it, it was... I was looking at them. I'm like, okay. So, so you're trying to find the one you really want, and it's like a needle in a haystack trying to find this thing. That's because yeah, we like rare shit. Well, the yeah, F type. Well, I wanted the sports car more, more sports oriented one. I think it's the R. Yeah, the F type. The F type R, 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 the one with the V eight. Yeah. yeah, and the others have it's sorry, the V six, not a four cylinder. It's V six. That was the supercharged V six. That was supercharged V six. Like, yeah, the standard. Model. That was the F type. Yeah, that was S. the standard. F-type. Well, yeah, if the yeah. F type is the sports car, then I guess you can cons- consider Aston. You know, the DB eleven and the the, the DBS to be like, the supercars. You know, yeah, what I mean? okay. It looks yeah. like an F type. It looks like an F type on HGH. Yeah, yeah, um, super. But that's the like the DB eleven has, mm-hmm. as I said, six hundred horsepower, costs two hundred thousand dollars. But the DBS sharing a similar five point two V twelve twin turbo V twelve. Is there a big power difference between the two? It's got seven hundred and fifteen. Which that's is like how much more dollars per horsepower? It's it's about a, another hundred and fifteen thousand dollars per horsepower. It's got six hundred and sixty-four how much is torque. The, that's not enough. The DBS cost three hundred and five thousand dollars. The inside. I can tell interior, by your silence that the interior is so it's so Aston Martin though. But like, but the the what I, the point I'm trying to make there I think is is a DBS would a DBS be worth a hundred and five thousand dollars more? Than a DB11, which already costs about two hundred thousand dollars. No, I mean, no. I I don't know. Look at the market, though. Like, look at the market around these cars. They have a huge following, but I think the following is what is making people buy these cars because the other competition for that price range <clears throat> is Lamborghini, Ferrari, and you're getting a mid-engine monster. Well, the DBS is front engine. It, it is. That's what I'm saying. So. You're getting a mid-engine monster supercar, and you're technically, for my perspective on all mid-engine cars, was this is going backwards. You think it's more of like a brand loyalty thing with something like Aston? It's a fuck you, I have an Aston Martin type of thing, and keeping to its roots, I get that. I feel like that's how it's always been. Yeah, but for the amount of money, I can see a lot of Aston customers much more. A third of the cost you can get a Hellcat. Yeah, I'm, I'm. yeah, but I, I could see a lot of customers because I, mean, I think we're dealing with the type of people, right, who would buy a DB11 and then say, "Oh shit, the DBS Super Legera is coming out. I'm going to trade put my, a hold on. I'm going to trade in my DB11 that I've had for a year to get the DBS Super Legera, even though it's a huge financial like, Mistake. even though the DB <laughs> the DB11 has already lost half of its value. Right. I feel like that's the kind right. of people. It's you, the fact that they don't give a, I don't a one, fuck, dude. You got I, fuck you money. You can buy a DBS like that. You got fuck you money. You say that. 
I also feel like comparing an Aston to a Challenger is like comparing apples to oranges. Not the same thing. D- d- not even apples to oranges. I feel like it's comparing like apples to barbecue chicken <laughs> to, uh, to like apples to avocados. Those crazy steaks with au jus that you can get at a Paris fucking restaurant. Well, it's an you know, you're right. But when you're au comparing jus is a sauce, just, I think. Yes, it is. When you're comparing just figures, when you're comparing just figures. You're talking you for a third of the cost, you can get more horsepowers and get a still a kind of a cool car. <coughs> then again, hey man, that, who might just, talk shit? the only thing I it doesn't have it. is the cult following. So are you really gonna spend two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a cult following? Yes, yes, they will. I feel and like they a will. Lot of people right. will. I believe that they will, but Answers, I would yes. also I want to add that this isn't very rapid fire. I feel like we're going to be talking a long time if we continue. <laughs> yeah, no, I was about to say. Very good point. So All let's right. move on to yeah, the yeah, second, was... the second thing. Yes. The Next thing. dumpster fire, please. Volvo, well, sort of Volvo, sort of. Polestar Got came out with so much. Polestar came out with a bespoke car called the One. Now, in my opinion, I think this is one of the best looking cars that has come out ever. 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 I think it's one of the best looking cars I have ever seen. It's just so handsome and simple and very in tune with the times. And I could see your. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, I have a yeah, picture. I've never actually seen this one. Um, um, it's got like the, the new. Um, I do not like the Ascend. Really? Do not. I think it's a spe- spectacular looking car. The rest of the car is gorgeous. It looks very concepty, but it's got all the best like design elements of modern Volvos. Exactly. Like I was just looking at like a was it what is it a V60 the sedan? Yeah. Yeah, like one well, of those the wagon. But the, what, what's the what's the sedan? It's S60. S60. Yeah. Um, I saw those in in one of those in the in the garage the other day, like one of the new ones. Yeah. Those things like Volvo Volvo looks really really good right now, man. They're honestly like, one of the best looking cars. On the market it's now, it's so they low key been. and nice. Like the Polestar was designed by a guy named Thomas Ingen Ingenlath. Thomas Ingenlath. Ingenlath. Yeah. Okay. So a few Definitely other cars that. Yeah, I, I, it's terrible. He's he got a, there. He's a German car designer, and he's designed other vehicles that I think are actually really good looking. The, even though we don't get them in this country, and what, really, what do you got? They have the uh, well, it's a bunch of Skodas. The Skoda Superb. <laughs> Great looking car, honestly. Yeah. The Skoda Fabia. No, Skoda's look pretty um, good. The Skoda's Skoda nice. Yeti. And yeah. I think the vehicle that has the best name ever, the Skoda Roomster. Oh, yeah, the, the Roomster. Roomster. I remember that. Yeah. The Skoda it's Roomba. Almost as good as the Troller. <laughs> the Roomba. The Skoda <laughs> Roomba. He designed yeah. the Roomba. Yeah, no, it really is. It's basically a Roomba. So I'm looking at this car, right? Yeah, he also, he was the, uh, 2012, he moved to Volvo, um, and he was the head of design in 2017. Uh, or sorry, he was the head of design in 2012 for Volvo, and then became the CEO of Polestar. 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 <laughs> he became the CEO of Polestar. Oh, he's got the, the head of the Polestar in 2017. Is this a production car? He owns the yes, Polestar. Is it going to be a legit thing? Um, it's actually a hybrid. Oh. Um, it has a few different, a uh, few different power plants. You can get a two-liter supercharged and turbo. It's got a two-liter twin-charged inline four with 300 horsepower. Um, you can also get it electric with two electric motors, and then you can get it uh, electric and gasoline as a hybrid. And that one has that one has six hundred horsepower. Oh, is that all? I mean, that's kind of a lot in your grand tour type that car. That luxury car, joke. pretty much. That's a lot of Th- power. This oh, car, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a this, generous help. This yes. car looks like it could be a very good competition for Mercedes. I feel. Because it's a big, giant, two-door coupe luxury rolling 
touring car. Sort of like the it BMW like, 8 Series. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, BMW, Mercedes. My favorite giant coupe. Yeah, which sticking to the rapid fireness of this is what I want to get to next. Next. <laughs> um, so we should have a timer, and when it runs out, we just go. Yeah, no, we it really stop, <laughs> We stop dead, yeah. and we go right to the next one. It's like agrees. it's like yes. a power hour in the background, and like every <laughs> single minute, it's beep. And anyway, so looking at the GTR. Yeah. <laughs> this is a big list. Are we going to be able to get through all this? Oh, we're going to get through all this. That's why we got to speed it up. All right, let's speed it up a bit. All right, Eight so uh, BMW came out. Well, they revamped. Sorry, BMW came out three. with an all-new 8 Series. You know. Uh, oh, I've seen, I've seen, I think I've seen one of these. Yeah, they're uh, redoing their, you know, big grand coupe from the 90s. Um, Which the 8 Series has always been cool. Yeah, I mean, it's always been cool. But now there's no V12 for it like there was. Super upset. It is it is upsetting, but the well, I'm guessing is the the highest level for right now. Is it a big like turbo V8? Yes, that's yeah, exactly that, what it is. It's a twin turbo V8. They're switching over to that and everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. Twin turbo, like, all the you, things. You, you, I feel like you've, we've seen that a lot. It's been a trend for the last like ten years or so to see like cars that are like known for having a certain number of cylinders drop to and add a turbo. Yeah, yeah, everything dropping. It makes sense and add an induction. You know what they always say: there is replacement for displacement. It comes in the form of a turbocharger. Yes, or two. Yeah, or, or sometimes the, a supercharger, as all the boomers would or say. Both. There's no replacement for displacement. Okay. Mopar, no car. Yeah, they say that too. Yes, and then yes, they, they get do. whooped on a strip by a Corvette with two giant Beijing hair dryers and. They're going back to their 401k and Tokyo tire destroyers. Oh. Um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what so do the you 8 think? Series is back. Do you have anything else to add about the spray can of nitrous? The 8 Series? Because I have a question. I'm, I may have an answer. I don't know. I'm not from BMW, but please ask the question. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just going to say, what do you think? Because like, there's a few items on this list from 2019 that are in capitals. What do you think is the most significant thing? On this list that happened uh, last year. The word year. vets. Um, I mean, times. well, if you could see down the, it's a super, 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 super. Yes. And vet, 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 vet. Those were the items that I was trying to, yeah, that I was drawing attention to. Yeah, I did. I did want to get into a little bit more detail with those ones. So all the ones that are lowercase, I wanted to try and rapid fire through, but it's not going very well so far. Yeah. And Nate's, Nate's going to go pee. pee. Anyway, we're moving on without him for right now. <laughs> all right, what's next? Um, is very nice. What's next? Uh, Bentley totally redesigned. The Continental GT. Again? Oh, God. In 2019, yeah. I mean, it hadn't been totally redesigned, just minor facelifts from its conception back in what, like Dude. 2004 Oh, this was five. a more significant I say, I facelift? I, well, they, no, it was a complete, complete redesign. Complete redesign, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Bentley hasn't really been redesigned until now, and it's, I don't know, man. Bentley has such a good-looking vehicle, I feel, that they're going to switch it up, and it's going it's to be weird. I don't know. I think I like it's it, though, a great-looking car. Yeah, it kind of grew into that design. I haven't seen the new one. Here, I'm going to look it up. But I also think it looks like Jumba from Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> it does look like Jumba. It looks exactly like Jumba. Um, and I also don't think that there are enough professional athletes or wives of lawyers in the world to continue buying all of these Bentleys. I feel like at some point, all of the professional athletes are all going to have Bentleys and Bentley's not going to be able to sell cars anymore. And as we were on, kiddo. Well, yeah, because it's the same thing. Because then they're the... just going to recycle. The first one who bought the Bentley is going to buy another Bentley. And yeah, exactly. Next you know, the, the SoundCloud wrapper in the back of Hazleton is going to have one too. That's true. Like Wait, nobody in they're Hazleton trickling has. down. I just found a Bentley Continental oh, God, GT for sixty five hundred bucks. Exactly. Is it, what? I feel like we figured out our first drive cast project. Yeah, there you go. 
But that's the thing. LS swap. Oh, wait, no, no, no. No, I lied. We do cheap, it's just the transmission. A cheap oh. Bentley. But, 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 but that's the thing. Like, these get so old, they trickle down. They need maintenance, whatever. And then Joe Blow gets one, and he's totally screwed. Well, yeah, just like the car lot down the street here has a, I think, a 2007 uh, Flying Spur. I think they're selling it for, like, Twenty four grand, I think twenty five. Wow. Yeah, good cheap. luck getting anything for that vehicle. It's a and lot that, of and, car for and, that money, and, the, and that's just the, just the transmission, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't come with a hood ornament. It doesn't come with anything. It's just it's just. Also, going, touch, it's touching back on this subject, definitely looks like Jumba. Yeah, definitely. Looks yeah, like right. Jumba. It looks like Jumba, but it somehow managed to look like if it's, Jumba it, like was like really pleasant to look at. Yeah, yeah. like it's a really attractive looking car, man. Like when Jumba's little sidekick puts on the hair wig. This is Jumba's hot sister. It looks a lot like Lincoln. From the front. Uh, I mean, I feel like a lot of cars look like each other now. Yeah, they're all getting to blend in. Yeah. All right, next up. Next up. Next up. Uh, BMW redesigned Supra. the Z4. Oh. Yeah, Completely yeah. Completely redesigned the Z4. I like it. Um, of which we know that the Supra is basically a Z4. Is based off yeah. of the Z4 platform. They're the same car. They are more or less the same power plant. Yeah, and they look totally different. They look totally different, yeah. Right. But the thing about the Z4... Is you can get the M40i. Yeah. That's the highest trim level of the Z4. Mm-hmm. Cost $64,000. I'm sure options will bring it up to right. close to 70 grand, which isn't too bad, you know, in all things considered. It's a nice sports car. I've always been a huge fan of the Z4. Same. Um, it's the now M54 straight six. Okay. It has 380 horsepower. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's car. a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's for a, lot a, for a, for a small sports car, like kind of roadster looking deal, like this guy, like. Yeah, I mean, you can only get a six speed manual on the four cylinder base model, though. Wait, what? The oh, the rest are the, the, the manual transmission. No, the big M M fifty four. Is it M fifty four? N I think it's the N fifty four. That is paddles. Yeah, I I think I that was a typo. Yeah, it's paddles. I don't know what kind of trans is in it. I didn't write that down. It's probably an eight speeder, a nine speeder, a ten speeder, a twelve speeder, thirteen yeah. speeder. It's got <laughs> We're a, it's got tractor 16, trailer status here. It's got a sixteen speed eating in it. <laughs> With two dog legs in it. With two dog legs, high low gear. Yeah. Thirty-seven speed um, automatic. Speaking of rednecks, let's move on to the Hellcat Red Eye. All right, hold up, hold up. Why? I read an article on Auto Trader. It's really good. I had to pull it up. The Dodge Demon Hellcat isn't cool anymore. Question mark is the name of the article. So. Dodge Demon Hellcat? The, no, sorry, the Dodge Hellcat, sorry. The Dodge I, Challenger Hellcat. Yeah, yeah Challenger okay. Hellcat. So, the Dodge Challenger Hellcat, Yes. right? It came out in 2015, I believe. Okay. It sweeped them, everyone loved them, right? They were so cool, so innovative. Yeah, because it's so stupid, it's great. I yeah, mean, it's, it's wonderful. what America runs on. Yeah. Like, Eagles like and, I said, speaking of rednecks. Yeah, like, exactly. But, even though I love them, I love them. I think but, yeah, but they're stupid. That's you why have a they're mustache. Awesome. What does that mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do I do now only have a mustache. So, anyway, I'm reading this article, right? I and, forgot about that. And it essentially <laughs> is going over the coolness factor going down, right? Because these cars have come out, 707 horsepower, everything was great in 2015, mm-hmm. but it's become normalized. I, everything has a it's shit bec- ton of power. It's become yeah. so normalized and tame, and it was a benchmark that Dodge made that other companies had to hit. It started this high horsepower trend that I've noticed everything has now, which kind of was the way it was going. We're moving forward every day. Everything's going quickly. Everything's getting quicker. And I got to give it to the article. I mean. Speaking of quickness, though. Yeah. 707 horsepower is a lot of power. That's still not uncool. 
Yeah, but it's well, not uncool because the, it's normalized. The biggest thing about the Hellcat specifically is when it came out, it was an affordable, very high horsepower car. Super so, affordable. Yeah, a lot they of people bought these them, things, and they saturated the market. Right. Exactly. So now every time you go to your cars and coffee or you go to your local car meet, there's at least eight people who all have Hellcats. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's you true. Know? That's what I mean. They, it they just hit the market oh so God. hard with so many. There's also eight people oh, who have Civics capable of breaking the fucking sound and barrier. And then they decided. Jesus. Then they decided we're gonna put it in the Charger too, but multiply it. They just all over. Okay, what is the red eye? But that's what I was getting to. Yeah, Go ahead. The Hellcat yeah, yeah, has yeah. been out, but in 2019 they came out with the Hellcat Red Eye, which is basically a challenger to sit in between the regular Hellcat and the Demon and the Demon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because the regular so they Hellcat just came up with another weird word for it. Just a road yeah, going game like now. Back uh, probably what eight nine years ago now, Aston had the DB9, the Virage, and the DBS. Yeah. And it sat right in the middle, even though it was super similar to the other ones. <laughs> Thank you, Nate. Beer. <laughs> um, he deserves one. Literally, I have like a third of mine left. And right. He just handed me another <laughs> yeah, beer. Yeah, he'll just keep feeding. This is uh, my trivia reward. Thank right. you, Nate. He'll just yeah. keep giving them. <laughs> so the Hellcat has 707 horsepower. Yeah. The Hellcat Red Eye has 797. And, and the then, demon has like 900, right? It's so stupid. <laughs> the demon has 880. What's the difference between the motor in the Red Eye and the motor in the. Hellcat, what's the differences? I want to know. I don't know. Who knows? It's probably I want to know the difference. Is it a tune? This was supposed to be rapid fire. More yeah, horsepower. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Anyway. More horsepower. I didn't More horsepower. That. Next. Speaking of more horsepower, there was two new Ferraris that came out in 2019. They came this, out man. with the Portofino. And the Superfest. Yeah, they came out with the Portofino, which was a replacement for the California and the they went to super fast. The super fast. The super fast. Super fast. Who like, came up with that name? Which I, like, I don't care. I like, I, love yeah, I like the name. Um, It'd be real great if it only had like 75 horsepower. Right. <laughs> <laughs> be better I, if it were ironic. Yeah, right. Okay, I have a but question about these. I don't big, like the way these things look. Yeah. I think they look like a Supra and an FRS got <laughs> smashed together at a thousand miles an hour. Josh, I just think that you think that, that all cars look, like, look like other cars because so far you've compared two vehicles. That are nothing alike. You compare to Bentley to. Are you going to tell me I'm wrong? That's because I got I'm the same name. You, yeah, you're wrong. You're going to tell me this doesn't look like a Supra in a Viper and an FRS got hit together at a thousand miles an hour. No, that would just look now? like a bunch of debris. But it, it yeah, yeah. They I don't mean, have a. They don't like have a. They don't have a great look. I'm, I'm garbage. But yeah. I'm kind of with you there. They don't have a really great look. It's nothing like super special to me. I'm not I don't know. I have a. I have a question about the practicality of these cars. Right. It's like. um Something like the A12 super fast. It's or for you to that, only pick up one gallon of milk and go home. Well, it's not practicality as in the amount of trunk space. I mean, like, <laughs> what is the cap like where it's like these Grand Tours, they just get more and more power? What, like, it's kind of, it's, it's going to become stupid and unroadworthy. Human buddy. I don't know what to tell you there. It's I don't think, gonna no, end. it's not going to be unroadworthy ever because they will just figure out a way to put that power down. That's, so they can always, you're going to have a 1500 horsepower. Yeah four-door Ferrari at yeah, some point. Do you point, think eventually these are going to like elevate to hypercar status? Like, no, no, they're so, eventually I mean, going to elevate to the point where they hypercars at that point will have 3,500 horsepower. Yeah, it's a fair point. We're talking over each other a lot. Yeah, we know. Um, I love the front-engine rear-wheel drive Mer uh, Ferraris. I almost said Mercedes. Front-engine rear-wheel drive <laughs> I mean, those are Ferraris. pretty sick, too. I love them. Wrong. I think they're all... I, I wouldn't say they're all pretty. They're all no, not, they're not. Like, good looking. Like yeah. the 612 Scalietti was not a good looking it car. It looks like a no. fucking fancy car. Yeah, it was cool. Like even going back to the 250 GT Luso, one of the definitely not very pretty. Well, I mean, it, these are really expensive. It is now, 
now, but back in the day, it wasn't. No, the Daytona is super sick. It to the 250 California, you know, it was kind of its sort of, it was like, you could tell it was, in, it was, it was its twin, they, but not quite as good looking. Yeah. They tried to do something different with it and kind of failed until now right. where it's coming into being cool. The Portofino though, looks much better than the Ferrari California. Super fast. And the 812 Superfast has the best name, Fubaval. second best name ever fitted to a car behind Agreed. the Roomster. The Roomster. <laughs> or the Troller. I like the Troller. The Troller is cool. The, the Ford Troller, troller yeah. Okay, what? Samurai. The rapid fire, moving on. What Next. cars did Ford discontinue there, Wait, I want, we're going to get to that a little bit later. That's out of order. Fucking uh, hell. What do you mean that is in order? <laughs> this it's, is the order, I, I though. It's wrote it out of order. Okay, tell me about How'd you write it out of order? All right, so. God, proofread your stuff. As, <laughs> as you may or may not know, Hyundai had a luxury line they called the Genesis. Now it's sort of its own brand. Mm. Still made by Hyundai. Uh, you can still literally Genesis. tell that it's made by Hyundai, too. When you look inside, it looks like an Elantra. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Just like but a fancy have, Elantra. They have the G70, which is sort of the, you know, mid-sized sedan. I feel like it's built to kind of rival the bmw 3 series love these um and you know maybe the mercedes cla i don't know something like that but it's a mid-sized car it's cool and the g70 is cooler than all of those other ones because you can still get it with a six-speed yes it's really cool that is the coolest part about the genesis cars is most of them will still come with a manual transmission yeah well that one does none of the other ones do. wait i thought all of them did no that was like their whole thing no Mm-mm. No? No. No, because the, other than the Hyundai Genesis <laughs> Nate Sports is disgusted. Coupe, a yeah, lot of the 5.0s were than, autos. Yeah. Well, in other countries. <clears throat> oh, no. I in thought you the said US. That. The 5.0s in the U.S. were all autos because they're V8 5.0s in the four-door sedans. Yeah. The, all the luxury sedans nice. were all automatic. The oh, only God. one that you could get with a manual was the Hyundai Genesis Coupe. Okay. Yeah. But so they I had the Hyundai Genesis. They had the Jenny Coupe, and then they had the bigger Jennies, and now Genesis is its own thing, and they came out with the G70. I think it's a great looking car. I think it's really, really contemporary, really cool looking car. I think it looks great. It, Hyundai did a very good job with it. It's affordable and you can get it with a, I think it's a two liter turbo or something. It's a four cylinder turbo, six speed manual, rear wheel drive. I like it. It's probably a two liter turbo. Yeah, but it's cool. It's cool regardless. Oh yeah. Um, rapid fire. Rapid fire on the next one. There's a new Hyundai Veloster. Ooh. I really don't care about that. Other than they Bring have the, the Why'd you write it down then? Yeah, why'd you write it down? Because, no, because Velosters the are shit, and I wanted people know. I wanted people to know how much I hate Velosters. Oh, okay, so shit. it's an item added to the list out of spite. They are. <sighs> I added this to the list out of spite <laughs> because I hate Velosters and I hate the people who buy them. I, I don't Velosters know why they're ugly. making one because the i200 is the homologation car to run rally. Why are you making Veloster? What's the point? Like, what's it even in? We to appeal to the, the American market is yeah, really what it is. Yeah, we don't get the i20. I, no. I want you know, the i20 is actually. The it, i20 looks way better. i20 because looks it's way better, trendy. but the i20 also is. Yes. It is very hip and fresh. Exactly. It's just like and I hate Mirage. it. It's got a big wing. You just don't like the Veloster because you're not woke, Josh. <laughs> yeah, get with the times, boomer. <laughs> okay, I don't boomer. like the Veloster because I'm not fucking lame. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, the Veloster is ugly as sin, but they have the N variant. The N variant is acceptable it's exceptional is that like a level above the turbo or some shit no yeah it's like the sort of if you compare it to a ford focus it's the focus rs of the hyundai veloster except not nearly as good as a focus rs no but it's still Eh. it's acceptable acceptable (laughs) exceptional for a hyundai the elantra n is exceptional Yes. That one I'm actually excited for. That's, that one I want. That seems, you have that seems a, pretty sick. You have an Elantra GT, and it's a I have Elantra spectac- Sport, not a GT. Sorry, Elantra. Yes, the GT the is the hatchback. The hatchback. Yep. You have Yo. an Elantra Sport. Spectacular little car. Love Yo. that thing. 
Dude, can we talk about this next one? Because I actually just saw one of these today. Ford Explorer ST yeah. was debuted in 2019 like with for the, the weird, 2020 model year. It looks really weird from the front, but I'm like, is that an Explorer? It is. It looks fucking weird. And it was gone. I'm kind of into the They're idea, amazing. though. They're really nice. I still don't really know how to feel about this. Aren't they like 400 horsepower? Yes. It's a 3.3 liter twin turbo, 400 horsepower in a school bus, basically. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's incredible. It was massive. I drove one as soon as they came out. Because you work for Ford. Because I work for Ford, yes. And at first, I loved it. There were so many special tingly feelings that I had inside of my genitals when I was driving this thing. <laughs> oh, my God. And then what I happened? I loved it. <laughs> I got my semi- genitals. My genitals. I, I my had, genitals. I had a semi-chub. About half chub when I was okay. driving it. And then that I started to think about it as I started to re- take it out of sport mode and put it back in normal mode and just kind of sit back and relax. And it felt like a normal Explorer. It felt like a totally normal Explorer. That's upsetting. It is. <laughs> I'm impressed with what it could do when you put it in sport mode. It has really aggressive, nice shifts. The throttle response is excellent. Surprisingly, the handling is okay. In a school bus? Yeah, it's okay. It's it's not. I mean, it's not going to be like. Yeah, I'd imagine you won't really set any lap records with it. But no, I it's mean it's a not, school bus. Yeah, <laughs> but it is. It is quick. It is quick. It sounds pretty good. What do you think of the I look? Mean, honestly, as compared, because it, it kind of came with a facelift a little bit, didn't it? Well, it's a completely new platform for the 2020 model year for Explorer. They went back it to looks... a rear wheel drive platform. Really? Oh. Yes. The designer that had designed the new Explorer worked with Range Rover in designing the Velar and the new Range Rover Sport. The okay. So any similarities between the two isn't really accidental, you know. It's on purpose. Yeah. And Ford's trying to be a little bit more bougie. And I will say, as an employee of Ford, all right, when people come in, I understand you have a $60,000 Explorer Platinum, but it's still a Ford Yeah, I was going to say, you still have something that people have nicknamed in the past, the Exploder. Exactly. <laughs> you do not drive into a Bentley dealership. <laughs> you cannot boss me around like that. You no. drive a Ford Explorer. You spent 60 grand, but I met somebody like three days ago that spent 260 grand. So yeah, mm. fuck those people. But anyway, the <laughs> bro, even if you have a Bentley, you should, you should, you should still show the service people some respect. That well, is you a, absolutely just, should, but I would understand if they didn't, they drive a Bentley. Most of them are probably assholes anyway. Right. Pretentious. And you should, I, I, I don't know. I think you should show everybody some basic human decency. Yes. So I think we'll get more into the Ford Explorer and the ST in the future. Correct. Rapid fire. Next. Okay. Coming next. Coming next. Um, you guys overlook something major on this topic and I want to go over it. Continue. So the Mazda 3 had a redesign and a facelift. I think it's the best-looking hatchback and small car, compact car. The problem that I have with it? There's no hot hatch. They didn't do anything different the Mazda other Kai, than change what it looks the like. The Mazda Kai concept was revealed at the Tokyo Auto Show in 2019. You guys overlooked this. There's a concept. They're supposed to come out with a car like this. It's supposed to be a hot hatch. It's supposed to be the Mazda 3 successor. It's called the Kai Concept. I have no any other information really on it now, but they're looking to make it. It's supposed to have the Sky Active X compression and ignition engine. So Love it's those supposed, things. It's supposed to have a whole new design, everything to it. It's a hot hatch model. It's coming back supposedly. So just calm yourself. We sit tight. Next up is clenched. All right, and that's next. all we care about, Mazda. Can we talk um, about the Cybertruck now? We'll get to that. Dude, we're working on it. We'll get to that. Uh, let's see, Nissan Don't redesign. Nimble, like. Oh, the Nissan redesign. I love that they added the all-wheel drive function. I 
could care less about a Nissan Altima because the really Maxima is being I mean, continued shortly. I don't really care about the Altima because the Maxima is a better car, but Maxima's that's being discontinued soon. Oh, what? Um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, Fucking lame. Are they ever going to redesign the GTR to full redesign? They no. S- probably not. I mean, I mean will eventually. You can't really change perfection. True. Those cars are great. <laughs> anyway, Rapid Fire, moving on. They came out with a new Corolla hatchback, Toyota Corolla hatchback. See, I didn't see this at all. Hey, hot. It's cool, at all. actually. You know, I still appreciate small, compact, fun little cars. It's a really good-looking little hatchback. It's got some nice, aggressive lines, but it's still sort of... It's like a, a girl who's 4'9 and aggressive. It's like, you're aggressive, but you're still cute, you know? Yeah. Like Yo, that. this thing looks great. And you can get it with a six-speed. Yay. Uh, as in six-speed manual? Six-speed manual, okay, cool. yeah. <laughs> wow, next. All right. <laughs> That's actually pretty next. Um I'll get, I'll, I'll, get back to, I'll yeah. get back to these two in a second. Um, the Volkswagen came out with the Arteon. What is that? It's, it's the poo. The, what's that? Isn't that the one that's the poo? No. Isn't that what they call what? it? No, I think it, it. No, it means poo in French or something? I don't know. Google that. Somebody Google that. What the fuck? I don't think it means poo. One of them means poo in French. I don't know, but. I saw the Arteon at the show, didn't we? Yes, we saw the Arteon really at the Arteon on the Philly Auto Show. Oh, it, damn. It's a spectacular looking car. Yeah, this thing was pretty fucking sweet. Honestly, it's exactly what Volkswagen should be making. It's a great looking car. The power plants are pretty weak. You know, it's two liter turbos. This yeah, and it's a know, Volkswagen. You know. It's a Volkswagen. It means art and pertains to the design process. It does not mean. I was very wrong. Turd. It does wrong. not mean poop in French. <laughs> no, there, there is. There's a car. I think it's Volkswagen. You don't want to know what it. poop is in French. Um, Volkswagen also redesigned the Jetta, which actually, I'm not sure if I mentioned in the previous season, but I drove one of those from here in Scranton, Pennsylvania to Nashville, Tennessee. You were talking hot about that car. How long did that now? take you? It took me 14 and a half hours. I made <coughs> minor stops. I stopped at Chick-fil-A in Eight. Tennessee, and they were the most polite people ever. Chick-fil-A. Pairing Chick-fil-A with Southern people is the best thing ever. <laughs> um, it took me 14 and a half franchise. hours. What? You wonder why it's such a good, successful franchise. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, but it took me 14 and a half hours, and I averaged 64 miles to the gallon. 64? nuts. It was not a diesel. It in was a gasoline one, engine. It was a 1.4 turbo. It moved okay. I was able to pass trucks on the highway. I drove through Virginia. There were so many fucking trucks in Virginia. I drove through Virginia. That's all you have to say. Anybody who's driven in Virginia (laughs) knows what you mean. What you got next? I was able to pass trucks, no problem. Great little car. It was comfortable, spacious, 64 miles to the gallon. On the way back, I averaged like 54. I don't know how I lost it. Yeah, there was a lot more uphill on the way back. How economical were you driving? Were you making a point to try and spend as least amount of gas as possible? At first, I was. I remember hopping in it, filling it up, and saying, my goal is to get 40 miles to the gallon. Well, damn. Good job. Yeah. And then I started driving and going down Interstate 81, hopping on Interstate 80. And by then, the MPGs had already averaged at 60. And I was like, well, this is going to be easy. So then I started driving more aggressively and then the MPGs went up. It was the strangest thing. And honestly, spectacular little car. If you're looking to get a nice economical daily driver, that's still comfortable, has a lot of options and relatively inexpensive. made a solid car. They really have. Um, I as, until it hits like 50, 60,000 miles. In which I don't know, man. I think they've always that's why you get a diesel, but we all know what happened with that. Yeah. Dieselgate. 
Um, they came out with the Jeep Gladiator. The Gladiator. Holy fuck, I've never heard that before. Yeah, Love Jeep Gladiator. Gladiator. thing. I think it's one of the coolest things that has come out. Is that in the, the, the Wrangler like, truck yes, looking decade. thing? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, well, I like them. I think they're, I think yeah, they're it's pretty cool. sick. There was a, there I guess was I'm, a, I'm the layman uh, connection here where it's just yeah. like, is that this thing? And yeah. it's like, yeah. It's, it's a Comanche. <laughs> That's right. You're, you it's are, a Comanche. That's you what it is. But now they have a Rubicon version. Yeah, they gotcha. had a Brute too. They had one before. The people overlooked them. They did have a Brute. It was a thing. That wasn't okay. Jeep's bespoke vehicle though. That was a kit. Y- yes. Yeah. You could make. Right. You would take an LJ. No, they sold L- them at like the dealerships. Well, they would have to. sell the kit. No, they sold the car fully done, would, like at oh, the really? yeah, it would come from Jeep that way. Really? They got they got Yeah, they got it, the dealer would put it together. It was like having a dealer option put on your like a dealer giant V eight put on your oh, it's uh, AE- Camara. Oh, yeah, AEV. No, AEV is American Exploration. Yeah, Brute was built American Exploration. Vehicles. And vehicles. I'm trying to talk over everybody and I keep stuttering. Sorry. <laughs> and my voice just cracked I, really I, bad. I, I see this now. Is going really you're well on a roll, I'm gonna cut that out. I'm gonna cut that one I'm, out. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Don't make me do the it. The Brute was built in two thousand four after the company's found okay, so I understand that now and I get that. I, I thought it was a Dodge provided thing. So anyway, back to the Gladiator. The Gladiator. I love it. Awesome looking. It's way too expensive. Dude, uh, yes, you can, it's a Rubicon. The Rubicons are sixty grand. See, I saw one the other day. Look great. And with the red. they're oh, a half ton. Yeah, and the towing isn't nearly as good as the other well, half ton trucks that no. are out there. Yeah, it's yes. V six. Put the five seven in that thing. Let her sing. Yeah, they. I mean, you, AEV will do that if you go to American yeah. Exploration. Sounds like AEV will yeah. do anything. But yeah, I they'll want, put a Hellcat engine in it. Yeah, sure. what I want. Oh, the trail. The trail cat. The trail cat. Trail cat gladiator. But I want, I want to go to Dodge or Jeep. <laughs> Please don't do that again. That I want to I wanna go. No, don't cut that one out. <laughs> I want to go to Jeep and I want to go, I want that with 5.7 in it or Hellcat motor. Make it happen. You can do it. They won't do it. They won't do it. No. Um, See, I drove, the towing might be shit, but this thing looks pretty sick. It looks awesome. It does. It looks incredible. It but really I does. I drove one. A lot of people don't. Uh, they either I like it or hate it. six speed. Ooh. And it had the I'm lightest clutch I've ever felt in my entire Why? life. Why? I don't Wait, know. Wait, even lighter than like my car? Yes. Why? I don't know. Even lighter than a 1996 Suzuki Grand Vitara? Suzuki Grand Vitara. Drive it to Fenway Pack. I drive it to Suzuki Grand Vitara to Fenway Pack. Um, it was, I don't know what this is from. I just like doing I that. Was, that was that was a good accent. I was just a real Chevy Boston accent. All you have to do is say something about khakis and you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Real people, not, real people on Chevy commercials. I've seen that. That's really funny. Um, they came out with a new Ram, a new Ram 1500. I like the way the new H Ram looks. I like the way it looks. I like it. I just don't like Dodge products. My Same. personal favorite new truck. Um, Kia came out with the Telluride. Yes. And Hyundai came out with the Palisade. Same thing. Love the Telluride way more than the Palisade for some reason. Great looking new SUVs. Telluride looks way better. The same. I like looking no. at them. But the Telluride I, looks better than the Palisade. They will become very stale very soon. Because oh, yeah. everyone's buying them. They're Every cheap. single person who's ever had a Suburban is going to buy one. Dude, yeah. they're cheap luxury cars from Korea. Yeah, and they cost less than a Suburban. Half. Or, you know, I'm sure they cost pretty similar to a Durango. But pretty, yeah. yeah, but the Durangos are shit. So. Um, I don't like the Durango that much. Uh, SRT8 Durango would actually be pretty cool. Honda came out with a new Passport. You know, what they use that, that weird fucking name, is. man. They use that nameplate from, from the Isuzu Rodeo days. Yes, from the Isuzu Rodeo days when Honda took the Isuzu Rodeo put a Honda badge on it, scribbled out rodeo in white out and put passport, passport badges on it, which was a great little SUV in awesome the late thing. 90s, yeah. early 2000s. My brother had one. Yeah, they're cool. He beat the shit out of that. Thing. I do like I do I would like love one. Yeah. I do like the way they look. They remind me a lot of a Mitsu though. Well, the new one, all they did was they took they took a pilot, 
chopped a little bit off the end and put a new badge on it. How about how major the pilot redesign was from the last generation to now? It's a good looking vehicle. I like the pilot. But the pilot was just like completely different redesign. Yeah. No, nothing stayed the same with the original line. Nothing stayed the same. They were like completely scrap everything we did. There's no history with it. They just completely new vehicle. I feel like they came out with a whole new image when they released these vehicles. I I think it deserved that. I worked at Honda when they came out with the pilot. Okay. Honda? Yeah, I worked at Honda. When? When he was a salesman. When they came out with the new pilot back in like 2014. <laughs> That's also when they came out with the I graduated HRV. high school in 2013, and you were already selling Hondas? I was selling Hondas. Yeah, for like three weeks. Yeah, for three weeks. It was not a very good no, place to work. It. Not because of Honda. I love Hondas. But it was just because of that dealership. It was terrible. It was a actual circus. Because I was surrounded by clowns. One of these days, we'll talk about being car salesmen. Um, so let's get to... Can we talk about the Cybertruck now? No, yes. we're not there yet. Yes, we are. No, oh, we, we are? You skipped Wait, it. No, we could have gone to something Keep literally going. else. No, I'm going... I'm... No, we're going back no, 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 to no, good listen. stuff later. I got something. I want to talk Cyber about truck. the Cybertruck really quick. I want to combine right. this with a 2020 item. Because I know that's a little... We're, we're, I'm, I'm going to fuck around a little bit here. Because okay. the Cybertruck, right? I was like totally lukewarm on the Cybertruck when it was first announced because I'm like, oh god, here comes Elon Musk doing his fucking his his flamethrowers and yeah, all like boring. His fucking, he's just being a fucking rich clown. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> being a rich clown. There's no better way to describe. Right. It. Yeah. Continue. But then I saw because I, I I and I had to ask myself this. I'm like, is it bad that I'm totally more hyped on the idea of an EV Hummer than I am on the Cybertruck? I'm gonna. Oh my god. Okay. So the thing with the Cybertruck, told you, Josh. I told you. About the Hummer, we'll get to that in a second. Because I then the I saw that I'm like Hummer. Okay, I said that the the H3 is fucking garbage. Yeah, like, I like the H3. That's why it's like when they said Hummer's coming back, I'm like, what oh, the fuck? No, why would like, you ever do that? But then they're like, no, it's an Hummer, electric Hummer, and it's I'm like Chevy's electric division. <laughs> I'm like that's I'm like that's kind of cool. It's supposed to be coming back as a an electric pickup truck under the GMC nameplate. It's going to be the it. GMC Hummer. I like that. It's. I guarantee it's going to look like the H3T, which I mentioned last season as being cool. And I haven't said nobody believed me. No, I love the H3T because it is not the only. You can get it with a manual transmission. That picture that you're looking at looks like looking at that picture that you're looking at looks like a fucking mail truck. That (laughs) rendering. That's terrible. All they did was take an H2 and literally squish it and put black wheels on it. That's not what it's going to look like. And write U.S. mail on the side. Yeah, so it looks like a mail truck, dude. It looks like a mail truck. This picture is more of what it's going to look like. And I, I didn't realize you had a touch you screen. You just completely so took advantage proud. of my touch screen. I'm pretty proud of that. I just defiled your touch screen and it came up with the picture that I so, wanted. That's more I of like what it's going to look like. But you know it's what that looks like? look like the H3T. That doesn't look like, it looks like a Chevy 1500. That's that, that's because that's that, that rendering, that rendering. Hey, no, I found a picture of the electric Hummer. It's one of those cars that like toddlers sit in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. They came out with the electric Hummer years ago. Exactly. We had electric Hummers for years, man. Yeah. We've been new. Every right. kid had one. I'm 12 gonna volts. I'm going to stop yelling for a second. <laughs> I might actually, because uh, let me go back <laughs> to the Cybertruck real yes, quick. Yes, Cybertruck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking hate the Cybertruck. Yeah, no, it looks like shit, man. Yeah. It looks like a wart hog from halo but the thing is i know it it is there i on like like in 64-bit graphics like it looks it really does it's so bad i know he has one polygons sorry (laughs) i know why elon musk designed it like that because he's a nerd because he is because he's a massive cyberpunk nerd yes probably (laughs) that's why it's called the cyber made of copper and it would have a bunch of shit hanging out of it but he designed it like that to be ironic (laughs) yeah 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 
He died. It's a meme. It's a meme car. But that's the thing. Because like, Elon Musk is the meme lord. He is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Straight meme up. lord Musk. But he designed it to be ironic. Like, You're people would think, why would a vehicle ever look like this? And here comes Elon Musk. He designs it. He puts it out on stage. He tries to show off how strong the windows are. And, and he fucking, fucking breaks the window. Like the clown that he is. <laughs> and the Cybertruck is not cool. The problem is... Being too ironic is not cool. The other problem is how many people pre-ordered them. People call me a hipster. Hold on. I think being ironic is not cool. Before you even (laughs) start with the pre-order thing, first off, it's $100 to pre-order the vehicle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's refundable $100. Right. So you're giving him $100. It's a a loan process. It's a loan process. That's all he's doing it for. It's a loan process. He can't afford to pay for it himself, so he's making us pay for it on pre-orders. But... that's the thing. He's a good businessman. He knows how to get yeah. the money he needs. Yeah, so but instead of having investors, he, he has pre-orders. But some 14-year-old kid with access to his mom's credit card could have pre-ordered a Cybertruck. Mom, I got you oh, a Cybertruck. Exactly. And people are going to forget they pre-ordered the fucking thing. Yeah, and then they're going to be sitting there and they're like, uh, ma'am, your 14-year-old son ordered the Cybertruck, so please sign here. Yeah. No, I'm going to go. Shows I'm, up in I'm their driveway order, and they're yeah. like, you owe us 60 grand. I'm going to order one for dad. <laughs> if you would like, hey dad I got you a cyber truck happy birthday if you would know our father you would know that he would disown us <laughs> if we gave him a cyber truck dude that would be so funny but also they're not going to make the cyber truck look like this dude I don't oh, know I think Actually, they totally are if they Wait. make it look like that people are gonna buy it because it's catchy it's cool it made a ton of bus on, on the internet it's an influencer it, thing it's an influencer it's an influencer but it's not going to look like that because it can't Why? because when designing vehicles and putting them into production these days, there are standards that have to be met in design that if you hit a pedestrian... Oh, yeah, no, it doesn't look very pedestrian-friendly. You would chop them in fucking half. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's got a lot of edges on it. Like, ex- I don't know about that. They would explode like some shit out of Mortal Kombat. Like. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> fatality. Yeah. Finish Straight up. Finish fatality, yeah. You, you cannot design a vehicle to look like that. The Cybertruck's not going to look like that. Yeah, it's out as a concept. People are driving them. They're making them out of tinfoil. They're putting them on their (laughs) lattes and making them out of tinfoil. It looks so stupid, but they're not going to look like that. Hey, did you ever hear about the Ford Pinto? No, that only exploded. How about the Chevy Corvair? Also exploded. So, can we talk about the Super now? We will in just a second. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. We'll be right back, Josh. We'll be right back. And we're not going to wait. We're not going to wait six months to be back. You can handle the power. Yo, Josh. What's up, Dom? Do you ever want to start a podcast? Not really. It kind of forced me into this one. I did. I did force you into this one. But since we've started one, let me tell you about Anchor. What's Anchor? Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. So it's not like the thing you want to tie to my neck and throw me in the river with? No, not that kind of Anchor. Okay. Unlike that kind of Anchor, this one is free. Oh, free is for me. Dude, me too. There's also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So it's not online dating no no it's not online dating oh, okay anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on spotify apple podcast and many more it's like the mailman but for podcasts that's exactly what it is that's nuts you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership you know what they say about more money mo car parts mo money mo cars it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place I think we're going to have a lot of podcasts coming up around now. I think so. Just remember to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right. So let's get... 
Thank you for that. Can I not do that? Because that's trademark. No. Yeah, I feel like we're going to get caught for trademark. Yeah, no. Oh. I feel like you just got to. YouTube's going to take that We just came back down. and you got us kicked off the internet already, Josh. No. 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 So, no. All right. What's next on this list, bro? All right. So so these next two vehicles that are on the list, uh, the final vehicles that we're going to be talking about for this 2019 episode here. Um are big ones. Should we talk about mm-hmm. the fact that this was a re- we ju- we just decided to split this into two episodes because we can't do rapid fire? Oh my yeah, over well, the break we just <laughs> now split this into two parts. So thank you for tuning into part one of the 2019 review of the 2020 no. of the, of the Sorry we didn't warn part. you. No, this is part one of two. 2020 after I thought. Josh, <laughs> seriously, we all right, it right here. What are you talking about? <laughs> it says in the notes. <laughs> <laughs> it says right here, go 2019 Cybertruck, Honda Passport. All right, all right. It goes 2020 preview. The we didn't get there yet. If you the backtrack a little one. bit, you'll notice where it says Supra and Vet in huge letters. All right, we, we haven't talked about it about yet. Anyway, let's talk about what everybody's been talking about over the past few months <laughs> since its debut. <laughs> oh my God, shut the fuck up, Josh. <laughs> go ahead. Anyway. Let's talk about the car that's been talked about over the past few months, nonstop since its debut. The well, Fiat one, 500. There's two. No, not the Fiat oh 500. One more. <laughs> well, there's two here. The Toyota Supra. Ah, uh, the Supra. <laughs> one at a time, John. <laughs> the Supra. Is that a Supra? Or is it a Z4? Okay. Or is it a Z4? Because as I mentioned before, I like the Supra. I do not too. not I as do too. not as much as the old super, but I like the super. I do too. As I mentioned before, and as we all know, kind of like when now, Jurassic Park came back. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I like Jurassic World. Yeah, right. Jurassic World, Jurassic Park is way fucking better, dude. That's a I've good analogy. Never seen a that's a very good analogy. Yeah, because it's it's the first yeah, Jurassic okay. Park is really good. But it's con- kind of yeah. like continue. It's kind of like Men in Black Two. It was good, but not as good. Maybe this is a personal. Reference. No, no, no. I Dude, think Men in Black Three. I feel like we, we went talk we went, about the car. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> All right. I feel so, like we got the analogy right pretty much the first time. <laughs> <I found. laughs> yeah. You did not have to the car. Yeah. Yeah. that shitty one. Had to redo it again. <laughs> right. I don't know. I'm sorry. I no, like analogies. You're, you're yes anding. I appreciate that. So the big <laughs> thing. Yeah, that's, that's good. Improv. The big thing to come with the Super is that it is a BMW drivetrain that they essentially put underneath the vehicle. Yes, it has. It has basically the same. Thank straight you, six, right? Exactly. It has basically the same straight six. I think it's N fifty four Z four motor Z four motor that's in the M forty I that I mentioned. So before. essentially, Nate buys a Supra. I come over. I go, Nate, there's something wrong with your vehicle. I look inside the engine bay. I take the part out and I go to BMW. They scan it and they go, Here you go, sir. Here's your part for your Supra. It's and actually. And I look at them like, Ugh. it's actually yes, and like, exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's actually. Rule part, of threes here. It's actually part for part the same as a Z4, except for like the lower co- front control arms or something, or lower rear control arms. If you look through the catalog geometry. of part numbers, they're basically the same. Yes. Even down to the suspension, the whole powertrain. Why'd QR you do codes? that? Because I was curious. That's a little more than curious. Right. I was very look interested. through the entire parts catalog to see which through, two are different. I didn't look through cool. the entire parts catalog. He did it because I can't, he, I can't remember the source. He's by like, now. oh, I found I, this one bolt that was different. There was an article where somebody else did that, and ah. I appreciate the work that they did. They so did I read their article. I wish I knew the source. Um, but it's exactly it's pre-production. It's the copy and paste method of pre-production it, podcast. It, right, right. Copy. Um, I'm very familiar with this method. Right, it's effective. <laughs> it is effective. I think people are listening. They're enjoying themselves. Um, Good method. But I know we're enjoying ourselves. A big, yeah. The biggest difference between the Z4 and the Supra 
The Z4 has 380 horsepower. Super has 335. I wonder why. What? It's a pretty big difference between the two. I wonder why. But here's what so many people are pissed off about. All right. The Supra. Is it because BMW is like, we don't want your other version of our car to be faster than our own car? Maybe. Maybe it's got to be. I think it's I don't a, know. The thing is, is if you if you picture a Z4 and a Supra, which one's more iconic? I mean, the Supra. The, the Supra. 100%. Yeah. Hands so, down. But, but here's what Toyota is trying to do, and I appreciate this about them. Yeah. If you look at the GTR, and that's the only example I can think of off the top of my Perfect. head at the moment, but other iconic nameplates that have evolved to become supercars, basically. Toyota looked at the Supra and said, it wasn't a supercar back then. It's not going to be a supercar now. It was close. No, it was only 300 horsepower. It was. It was, back, a, it was a sports car back it then. It had two That's... spoolie boys and six big old cylinders. It was a sports car back then. <laughs> yeah, it was a sports car back then. It's a sports car now. Now, the GTR costs $100,000 plus. Porsche 911s cost $100,000 plus. Right. Whereas back then, they cost pretty similar. But Toyota said, we're going to make a good, affordable sports car in the form of a Supra, and we're going to produce it. But a lot of people I, I hate think the that. GTR comparison is valid because, like, yeah, like, like you know, they both kind of share a unique history where it's like they come from the late 80s, early 90s, like, GDM kind of era. And it's like, yeah, they, they had a certain accessibility to them back then. The GTR has kind of elevated itself beyond that. This, exactly. Yeah, yes. and, they, and just Toyota, BMW made a conscious choice to be like, no, we still kind of want to make this accessible. It's weird that they did that, though, because you're able to take the 2JZ engine, the drivetrain out of that car, and you could produce so much horsepower from it, and it's so reliable, so good. So it's weird for me to see that drivetrain from another company, and that's what a lot of people are saying. Oh, well, this is weird. I don't like it. And it but, is weird that they limited it in comparison to the Z4, but I, I kind of yeah, see what they're a doing strange, here. but... Everybody always says, where's the 2JZ in the new Supra? Everyone's right. Yes. But times move on. You have to get with the times. And yes, yeah, it 2JZ only has- 2JZ is mad old now, isn't it? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it came out in 94. In... You have to figure the bottom end, obviously, is it's pretty, it's pretty much the same as a 1JZ, which came out in the 80s. Yes. The but the biggest thing. difference, well, the biggest thing with moving on like this is efficiency. Yeah. All right? Yes, it's not a 2JZ. Yes, it's not a six-speed manual. Which sucks in the it grand does, scheme but, of things, but but it's still an excellent car. It is like this three hundred and thirty-five horsepower in the Supra is so much more efficient than the three hundred horsepower in the Supra in the nineties. Right, like you can get this vehicle up and going down a quarter mile quicker than a lot of built cars that are people take. Like the, you in, the older car or the newer? One? No, the newer no, one. the the older one was three hundred horsepower. It is this. Super iconic, oh my God, everybody loves this thing because it can make super power and blah, 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 blah. I do love it. It did zero to 60 in five and a half seconds. But, my Elantra Sport with a 1.6 liter turbo is six seconds. Half exactly. a second slower. But exactly. I want to take your Elantra and I want to put a 70 trim turbo in it or a 60 trim turbo in it. That's not the point. But that's what I'm saying. They, the 2JZ they, is a much better platform Toyota, for more power, right? Toyota made that car so well. That to have this vehicle come out as the successor is disappointing to many enthusiasts because they and no, Nissan it's disappointing to many enthusiasts thing. because they don't get to watch a thousand horsepower Supras blow f shoot flames on YouTube anymore. Why not? That's what it is. But they're fast. They're fast cars. Yeah, but the thing is, when they came out with this car, even when they came out with the original Supra, 
all the way back to the Celica Supra. They didn't come out with those cars thinking, we're going to make this car that can be modified. Nope. But the Toyota That's not what they were thinking. That's not what they're thinking it. now. People just did that because they realized that Toyota's, Toyota's engineers were that good, so they did modify them. So they didn't come out with this Supra to be modified. They came out with this Supra to be great from the factory for only $50,000. And Can't, it probably can still be that's modified. That's what I was about to ask. But, yeah, it's like, um, what's stopping you from modifying are it? excellent engines. People wait, are already modifying them. What's stopping you from swapping yeah, it, too? They're making the power. I know that. They're very similar to the M engines that people have been modifying right. since they came out with the 335i now, back in 07. Wait till the next generation comes out, just like we had the 1JZ when it first came out. You have the 2JZ. That's the one that can hold power. So just like the 1JZ and the 2JZ, you got to wait till the next generation comes out to be able to build massive power. Toyota will make it happen. Well, BMW no, will make Toyota it will not BMW. make it happen because right. Toyota didn't make the engine. I'm just saying that all these companies anymore are saying, let me take your drivetrain, let me take this chassis, and we're going to throw it together. But that is I together, though. That's where they're going, but the GTR decided to go from a straight six, which is a great RB26 motor, and they're going to now do a V6. I get that. That's cool. The car's breaking records. That's awesome. It's one of the fastest cars you could possibly buy out the gate. Yes, it's expensive, but at the same time, too, you're looking at the Supra and thinking, okay, I'm anticipating that something all internal to Toyota is going to drop onto my plate. Instead of pulling something from an already existing vehicle, I thought Toyota would have went out of their way to say, we're going to give you guys something that is all in-house, it's all produced here. It's our engineering. It's our trademark. It's our flagship vehicle. And I feel like a lot of people are upset about that because instead of doing that, they piece this together with another vehicle from another manufacturer. And it's like, okay, I get what you did. I like the car. But what would have happened if you guys kept it all in house to make the predecessor successor? Sorry, the successor all, all Toyota. And but. Like, it costs it costs a lot of money, a lot of money to design to develop and something in house like that. Yeah, something yeah. In-house. Everybody yeah. knows that R and D is expensive. Yes, I, I get so that, yeah. that car, if they did it all in house, they developed their own engine, their own styling, which they did. Everything, Toyota. That car would have been would have been, would have been a mid- the cheap way out. Yes, no, but that's not a bad thing. That it's car not. would have come out and been a hundred thousand. Not necessarily. I think it just depends on the end product. And would anybody you know I mean? buy like, it for a hundred grand? I think they would. Probably not. Just like the GTR. No, people probably would have still bought it for a hundred grand. But I like what Toyota's doing. They're keeping sports cars accessible to everybody. Right. Like, I can go out and the, buy a fifty thousand dollar car. You can go out and buy a fifty thousand dollar car. I can't. I don't want to. It, right. Exactly. <laughs> don't want to. Yeah, it might not be the smartest there, decision, but, but you can do it. Right. Yeah, I could do it. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to eat for a while. But but they're doing the same thing with the GT eighty six and the BRZ. All right. A lot exists. of people, a lot of people are talking shit, have been talking shit on the BRZ and the FRS and the GT86 because they feel it's power. underpowered and, you know, it's got a Subaru engine and it's blah, blah, blah. It's unreliable. All this, that. But brand new, seats. they cost 20 something thousand dollars. My Elantra costs twenty something thousand dollars. Exactly. Good sports cars a don't Civic. have to be a hundred thousand dollars. No, you can they get don't. a good little sports car that has 200 horsepower. Rear wheel drive, six speed manual, and have a shit ton of fun with it. It Even doesn't have to be 400 horsepower out of the box and have a turbo and be able to destroy tires and I, you know be able to impress the six year old that lives next door. I get they that. don't have to. But be on, that. I get that. On top of but that, if you're though, gonna take the name that has been, you're gonna take this name that has such a good name in the car industry. It's if you say Supra, 
the first thing you think is you think. Yeah, yes. and, 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 and I, 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 I kind of get, I kind of get what you're saying here. Gents, I kind of get what he's saying too. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, right. It feels like the betrayal of an icon. It's a little betrayal bit. of an icon. I feel, and that's I, what people are like, kind of upset about. Which I don't get me wrong. I like the new Supra. Yeah, I think it's great. But at the same time, too, if you're gonna take the Supra name, you better live up to it now because you already made your grave. But now on the other side of it is Honda and their Type R. What about it? It's you know fifteen thousand dollars less for almost the same amount of power. Okay, out of that. Yeah. yeah. With the so, SI and the Type R, you mean? For the Type right? R. Just the Type R versus okay. the Supra. Four-door oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the Type yeah. R was an iconic. Everybody knows what a Type R is. Yep. It was an icon from back in yeah. the day. The Supra was an icon from back in the day. Two totally different fields. Now they've brought those fields closer together. Yeah, and I'm not a huge fan of it because— For $15,000 difference, though. Yeah, but I'm not a huge fan of it because you have a hot hatch versus a front-engine, rear-wheel drive sports car— and we're still we're just bridging the gap from what's a sports car now. Yeah, super like Toyota was able to design the Supra all in house to be so great back yeah. in the '90s because it didn't cost so much money to buy cars, and the economy wasn't in the way that it, in the shape that it was. So it didn't cost that much money, and they were able to design everything in house. That was the peak of that technology at the time. Mm-hmm. And we're not in the peak of the newest technology that's coming. Um, out. Do, I think, do you think this has to do with like like I'm, I'm dude, just thinking lazy, like I'm starting to not make money. Sense. That's all. There's I don't know if I don't know if getting lazy is the right way to put it. I was thinking like you know because like the last what was the last major like sports car engineering project that Toyota did this decade? Nothing. They no, all it was, been, it was they really all, it was the LFA, dude. Oh, it was oh, the, the Lexus. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. did that go? The LFA. Exactly. That's yeah, exactly. And that's exactly. what they that's what were saying. They had it all in house. They, made, they sold it at a huge loss because it was ridiculously expensive to and make. And those cars almost cost half a million dollars each. They, each. Well, so they were probably like, okay, for our next sports so, car, we're going to make something that's a little bit more economically because, viable yes, for our company. Bringing up the LFA, the company, I believe, got burned to the point where they're cautious now. Yes. Yeah. But if they, if, I mean, the LFA is basically what the Supra was. It is the best that Toyota can come up with. Yep. When they're allowed to just do whatever the fuck and they want. When the engineers are allowed to just go they lost a bunch of money. And it cost yeah, almost half a million that. dollars to buy one. Yeah. Although they did have to like restart development. That The LFA's development was very, very troubled. Yes. But the start, it was fucked. Yeah, but but I can see that informing the the like the decisions of let's say Toyota's board members and being like, okay, well we can't afford to dump a bunch of money into this in-house R and D, so we'll borrow. We have a friendly relationship with BMW. We'll borrow some shit from them. We'll make a cool car that a lot of people will be interested in, based on you know like like um, name brand value and legacy and just nostalgia. But also we will still put effort into making it like a, a product that people want to buy. Just. Not I mean, who are still buying people that, good cars? Yeah, but just just not a fan of that, dream. You know things I mean? that like, people can buy. It's in now. Yeah. It's now to where people can buy it. I think you we make a very valid a point. It's just like, like you know, it's just the it's situation. not like, for a reasonable price. No, again. they got burned. I think probably they a business decision. They got you know burned. I, mean? I think they should have waited a little longer just to get something all together in house. But again, the car is great. I like the car. It looks good. I think it's great. No problem. Just you think it shouldn't be a Supra? If yeah, if you're gonna put. That type of badging on something could have been a Celica. You, you I was gonna say maybe they should have called it a Celica Supra. Yeah, but the Celica and then made a Supra was something more like a GTR. A yeah, maybe maybe they could have done that. Yeah, but yeah. I can't do it the other way around. That's for sure. I'm never gonna understand what goes on behind the doors of no. these automotive automotive no, manufacturers. Yeah, because it's a bunch of it's a bunch of it's a wigs, committee. Bunch of wigs, man. Yeah. Bunch, bunch of wigs, man. Bunch executive of wigs. decisions. Yes. Speaking of 
Executive decisions. Oh, yes. yes. Actually, that's Please. not what I wanted to say. No. Speaking of We're getting new cars. Yes. Are you making an executive is decision it, to move us it, on to the vet? I'm making an executive decision to move us on. We're getting new curtains. <laughs> We're talking about the 2020 <laughs> Corvette. The 2020 that's Corvette. Yes. The 2020 Corvette, Corvette is a whole bunch Dude, of yes. This thing blew the mall right off my head. It did. I am so happy. Yep. Dude, my mall's gone. Blew so many fucking bald eagles out my it's ass. It's why you have a mustache now. <laughs> Dude, this is why I had a mustache and I'm going to. Uh, this made me out. grow a mustache on my eyeballs. Dude, I just polished my new balances the other day. Perfect. <laughs> Dude, I All love, G's are love, shorts. I love, love this new mid-engine C8. Same. Seeing it in person. Who doesn't love yeah, a we, mid-engine rear-wheel drive? 2.9 seconds, 0 to 60, 200 mile an hour Corvette so, base model for 60 so, grand. That's hold up for sick. a second. Hold up for a second. So, Dom and I just went to the Philadelphia Auto Show. Yes. We did We do saw that. one of these in person. Yes. And when you look at this car, you don't think that. You think supercar. Right. Like, it's the mid-engine. It's It looks just like it's able to compete with everything else. As I said, I don't think there's really many out there. I know two guys just got arrested for street racing from the GM plant. Yeah, I love so. that. I they deserve that. I know. Guys, wait. come on the show. Bail them out, yeah. bro. Yeah, really. Wait, 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 wait. These guys, G- GM employees, Save GM yeah, employees. Like the new vet. Two R&D en- oh, you know what? We yeah. should make those shirts that say free those GM employees. Oh, that's awesome. Cars. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, let's we, do that. Should. Yeah. we should. We should. Yeah. So, so anyway. We free, the, the, free the vet boys. Hashtag free, free the vet boys. Free the vet boys. And it's the bald eagle doing one bald eagle with a Can we do, can we blow this episode out when we when we put it out there? Can we put it out there with hashtag free the vet boys? Yeah. Hashtag for the vet boys. I give it a vet boys. Free my soul. Okay. (laughs) In my notes, in my notes, I said. Bald eagles, rock and roll. Stop. (laughs) Go ahead. Sorry. So in my notes, I said, see screenshot for details. I'm going through my screenshots, and I don't have a screenshot. There's no screenshots there. <laughs> so I don't know. I've been looking at those the whole time. Your notes are out of order, and now you don't have the screenshots. I've been looking yeah. at these the whole Forgot time. Forgot the screenshot. no screenshots. There's also, a rock auto screenshot you had there from, like, something you bought. That was my order confirmation for the wheel hub for my car. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nothing about a Corvette. So um, Terrible. I'm going to look up the look of this Corvette because I haven't so, seen it in a while. So real quick, oh, my God. As, as I was yeah, saying, refresh your I actually refresh my memory today on this car because, because it, I love it so best, much. I pretty much refresh it every day. The best thing about it is when you look at it, you, st- you can still tell it's a Dang, right. It's still a Chevy. Nice. It still has the actual Corvette look. but This red joint? All of Shit looks really good, man. Yep, sure, one. it might be red in that it's picture. It's red in that picture. The white's nice. It is red in that picture, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, the Corvette has always been a contender for being America's... Car, period. America's you can, you sports put car. It there. America's car. sports car. But it's always competed with supercars. Yep. No matter what. Like when the C6 Z06 was out, it could compete with the Ferrari 599. Right. You know, and then the ZR1 came out and it was beating, you know, the Audi R8s and such at the time. And then it got smoked by a Civic once. You know, I'm you sure know, a bunch of them get smoked by Civics because guys put, you know, you know, you know what this looks like? Turbo on a D17 and, and beat like, a Corvette. Watch what happens. And, yeah, ex- shoot a piston what does it look fucking like? moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you know what this looks like real quick? What? This looks like, and this pertains to my area of expertise on this podcast. This looks like when a, a burnout game or something that has fictional vehicles in it makes like the generic American sports car. <laughs> it does. It, yeah. it does. It looks like that, but not in a bad way. No, no. I know. I know, I know like what all those mean. cars always look good. But that's the thing. It almost looks cartoonish. It really? Yeah, 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 yeah. And e- Hennessy already has their hands on some stuff. Dude, Hennessy could put their hands on anything. The CR, C- oh, yeah, C- CR1 Hennessy, 
may have a mid-engine 2020 Corvette for you, and it is a 1,200 horsepower coffin. See, this thing, this Corvette, I'm looking at a picture of the Bentley, and it's fucking me up. (laughs) This thing. Wow, that's a really weird look for the new Corvette. Yeah, really, seriously. It's really big. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at this thing. Josh is loving it. 6.2 6.2 Josh, do you need, you need to take a minute? This oh. thing is one of the best vehicles that have debuted in a long time. Yes, 100%. You and know, it's it, honestly, like, it's one of those hype cars, hyped for Corvette ever. But that's, a, like, so many people were excited for vehicles like the Supra to come out. Yep. That kind of looks like And it disappointed a lot of people. I feel it like does. when the C8 came out, so many people were excited for it, and it blew everyone away. Yeah. CA no, honestly, the best part about it is the price tag. It's incredible what the price it's tag is. It's 60 grand. And... If you compare it to what its rivals are, you know, the other mid-engine. Did you, you see know, the graph cars, on that? Did you see the Audis. date on that? What? Did you see the graph and the data on that? On what? So there was a graph in, in, in data compiled of price ranges, power, and how much you're spending versus what you're getting. And the Corvette, supposedly from what the data they compiled back when it was first coming out, was able to surpass just about every single data point. Yeah, the Corvette is 500 horsepower, well, 495. Yeah. It's 500. Which, yeah, 500 that's 500. Um, for 60 grand, and like I said prior, launches 0 to 60 in 2.9 seconds. So, that's, yeah. it's, that's it's a supercar. That's yeah. eight, it that's, is. That's it's $800 per horsepower. Yeah. yeah. That's cheap. That's a pretty wow. good, which is pretty good ratio. fucking cheap for a Corvette. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's well, better that's, than yeah. the 1000 horsepower or $1,000 per horsepower from the Super Legera. Legera. But that's just based on. I, it took me a bit to figure that out. That was just based on the price difference between the DB11 yes. and the. Yeah, that's but this the is, difference. This, this is, is literally the whole, the whole car. car is yep. $800 per yeah. horsepower. Yep. So, I mean, if you put that into terms of modifying a vehicle, I wouldn't want to pay $800 per horsepower. They'd no. Be like, you want 10 horsepower? Give, Give me eight, eight grand. grand. <laughs> no, I don't want that. But in this case, it's great. Honestly, this car is a supercar, it's priced like a sports car. And it makes me feel so proud to be an American. We're, we're finally seeing someone take the right step in the future here. Absolutely. And I'm happy. So, all right, real quick. Yeah, this this, little, remi- this reminds me. I just spit on my screen. This reminds me of the of the, of the the Ford cool. GT spit announcement, but like better because it's a cool. Corvette. <laughs> and, well, yeah, because someone can actually get one of these. Exactly. Ford GT. Like, it's, that's a the waiting car. line was 100 people long, and you had to get invited to get into the line. Yeah, and you got a six-cylinder. Let's talk about Twin that. Turbo monster. Now, can we? Yeah, but the Corvette's at least still it's a like V8. One car. That's also a good point. But it That's reminds really me of that, point. where it's like, okay, cool, a, a, a slightly so, cheaper American yeah. supercar that can compete yeah. with all Any the, of the big guys. All of those are damn Italians. Those Italians. They're so, they're they're Italians. Italians. This is like so, bringing back the old fucking Ford versus Ferrari yeah. days. Look, right, so yeah. Oh, the Chevy versus Ford versus Ferrari versus Lambo versus. It's a but lot of motherfuckers. It's like, a lot of motherfuckers like, versus a lot of other motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> motherfuckers. I feel like the Corvette doesn't compete that's with the new cool. GT quite as much. I feel like the Ford GT no, sort of animal. rides the line between supercar and hypercar territory. Yeah. If Whereas, the Corvette I, honestly, is an entry level supercar, the GT is an entry level hypercar batshit hypercar yeah i mean i i think it does ride that sort of line yeah just like the the base model c8 that sort of rides the line between (sighs) the hennessy you know super high-end sports car or entry-level supercar look look up the hennessy one it's just the hennessy version that they want to put out spectacular oh my god like the amount of arrow that's on the stripes on the on the on the wing you got the big force induction like the ram and intake that goes over the cat, the the, uh, the cockpit. 
It's a cockpit at this point. Like, See, this is what happens when Americans do things right. Yeah, I'm really happy with this car. Which yep. a lot of the time they don't, but this is what happens so, when they do things so right. So I got, I got into a little bit of a, like an argument with my friend about this, right? So this car, essentially, is the poster child for an affordable mid-engine car for the everyday man. Yes. Th- this is it. Like, and he, he was like kind of fighting me on it. And I got a lot of backup because you're going to pay $60,000. Your kids just went to college. They're done. They just graduated, whatever. They're, they're out of your house. They move out. You and Loretta want to go buy yourself something to drive around. <laughs> Loretta. Yes, it's, yeah, it's the thing. It's like, you know, you and Loretta want to go out and buy something that is fun to enjoy on the weekends. And, you know, you have a little money sitting around. See, real quick. This is what you want to buy. I want to stop you. market's there. I want to stop you real quick. Why? Because that's what Corvettes have been forever. But you're, no, you're missing He's what not I said. Wrong. You're missing what I said in the first No, no, I know segment. I know what you said, but the story that you told. engine sports car. Yeah, but the, the story that you told yes, that's is every Corvette buyer. I get but, that. Well, it, it's it's cool because I feel like a few years ago, sort of the mid, or like the entry-level mid-engine sports car or supercar to buy Porsche. was like, no, it's rear engine. But, but Cayman. No, well, that's technically. Oh, sorry, yeah. Porsches. But uh, I feel like it was the Audi R8 4.2. Yes, the V8 R8. That was. It's Porsche. That was the entry level version. That was where nobody else really was. Was in that section. They kind of started off. They were like, "Oh, you can get this thing. It's uh, it's it's pretty cool, and it's like kind of cheap." Um, and there's also a Big Brother version that we made. So yeah. you and want then, that one? And then the of. vet comes out and kicks the shit out of that. Right. And then it, it it's amazing. Honestly, so that's it's what exactly was- what. It, it's in, in this day and age, it's exactly what a sports slash supercar should be. Right. It should be affordable. It should be sort of aggressive and stylish and incredibly powerful. So before you cut me off like a BMW driver, <laughs> what I was saying was, <laughs> Jesus. what I was saying was, as a kid, if you had a Lamborghini or if you had a Ferrari or something hanging on your wall, or a Corvette, $60,000 a year. Getting everything through, paying a mortgage, you know, you and the wife are getting ready to retire. Loretta. You're not getting a Ferrari. You're not getting a Lamborghini. Stuff. This kid's married? No, what? Loretta is <laughs> your wife. About? So you missed this a part dude's of that like story. 55 years old. <laughs> yeah. So hey, this middle aged man is ready to get a Josh car. Josh a part of the story. Him as a kid, he saw the F40. He saw like, you know, all these oh, okay, crazy, like mid engine sports cars, uh, supercars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the answer to that. You're not getting a Ferrari or a Lamborghini, but you're still getting a mid-engine super yeah, like, dude. sports car, supercar kind it's of deal. Blue-collar supercar. It's a blue car. Co- thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a blue-collar supercar that you can sit down and be like, man, I feel like I'm in a Ferrari. I feel like, and, and we know that's not true, but the normal- No, but you still get to go fast. The normal, yeah, you get to go fast, you get to turn. Yeah. But the, Much speed. The general, fast like ge- Sonic. the general generic market that buys Corvettes is now going to expand more because you have the people of Italian sports cars that are saying, man, it looks like something from Italy or it looks like something from, you know, or at least performs like, yeah, performs like, it looks like America. Yes. But I'm just saying (laughs) it. That's what you're getting another market to this. Right. I feel like this market has just opened a whole new door. Right. It's stagnant. It's another angle. It can be seen as a little bit more sophisticated. Exactly. It's It's not just white new balances anymore. Now it could be. It's the guy that's the accountant that makes a good amount of money. And he's like, dude, you know what? I still can't afford a Ferrari, but God damn, is it close getting one of these? Yeah. The Corvette market stagnated. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. This car looks like 
you have money. And unfortunately, everybody wants to look like they have money. So they want the expensive car. This looks like that car and performs like that car. Yeah. See, we're also, there you go. you're good. We're also, it acts like the cheap car. It is. So the, yeah, it is that car. Whoever, it's on the cheap. Whoever the marketing people are for GM and the engineers, they're doing it right. Yeah, Absolutely. this is a good. But however, they did recycle something. What? From the C7 to the C8. What, what did they recycle? The door handle on the interior. Holy shit. The fucking door handle. They tried to save some money there. They That's really the cut some costs. Do they I still know. have the you little button you grab onto that thing? Yeah. Fucking pops mm. down, and you got your drug trap in there, or no? Not that I know. I can't of. remember. I don't know. I haven't been in one. I, but, I, dude, I was in it. I was in a C7 vet, and I was sitting in it, and I'm looking over, and I'm like, hit the button, and it went down. I'm like, what the fuck? See, I, I also wanted to what, say the too, C7 Corvette comes with a weed stash. Yeah, it's it got like come a, with the weed. Well, no, I did. C7 Corvette comes with a C8 door handle. Yeah, it comes that. with the trap. But so you hit the button. It comes and with it, the trap door. I can put my you, weed yeah, in. Yeah, you hit it, and then like, what the fuck? You hit it. <laughs> yeah, you hit it, and then the screen falls down, and there's like a big compartment. You hit the oh, oh, that's Chevy's thing. Yeah, Chevy's been doing that on goddamn everything. Dude, you could do that in a Malibu too. Yeah, but yeah, or in an Equinox, or in like literally anything. Yeah, but now I can now I can stash my weed in my Corvette. Don't you understand? I feel like a Malibu is much more likely to have a stash of weed behind. No, no, no. All you got, all you got to do is take your fucking Mark III GTI, break the clips off the boot holder thing. On the shifter, Nate, stop, and stop talking. You lift that Nate, up and it talking. goes right Nate, in there perfectly. Nate, I'm you're about to get a whole bunch. You're gonna get arrested, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're gonna, you're about to narc out on so many people. Yeah, you're, you yeah became, come on, man. You Everybody with a GTI. Yeah, <laughs> I guarantee a lot of GTI drivers oh, yeah. have oh, yeah. weed in their car. Right. Like, oh, they definitely broke every clip too. Like, I know how they do it. Yeah, no, I was gonna say I know one. The FBI text message: Stop fucking talking. Yeah. Shut up. It's I, I just got a message from the FBI. It says, thanks, bro. <laughs> thanks, You're welcome, bro. bro. Man outside. Yeah, yeah, good looking out, homie. Yeah. Um, Man, the uh, do we have any other 2019 line items to I think we're good deal with? that one, right? I don't know. I this think stressful. I think we're... <laughs> it was stressful because we're all screaming at each other. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you put too many people in room, and usually we only do this two or two. Or yeah, but one, two or two. But That's because of the whole... Right now. <laughs> <laughs> because of the whole I'm sorry, how many or how many? Because of the whole technical difficulty thing. We have one and one, it's two. Because of the whole technical difficulty <laughs> shit that we've had over You're the past. technically difficult. Shut the fuck over. up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So, never mind. Um, so, I think, we're, I think we're pretty good. You know, we still have a lot to get to for, you know... The 2020 preview and what's already happened in 2020, because like yeah, I said, yep. there's a lot. So we still have a lot to get to there. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to get to that in part two. Um, so uh, as always, we appreciate you listening. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you next week. Hell yeah. Hey, Josh. Josh. No, 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 no. So-